time of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. My uh, first public appearance since the incident that you were kind of involved in, but actually you weren't. You were more of a bystander in the incident. I didn't. Uh, I didn't do anything. You're making it sound like I was an accomplice to something that had has happened, and I don't feel like you were in the general vicinity. I was in the completely opposite. The problem that you were okay. So like we talk about the Osborne curse all the time, but the problem with my life is that it is, you know, we complain about TV shows and movies and be like, Oh, the pacing is way off. Well, that's my life. My pacing is so fucking off. I would Uh, argue that it's probably the best, depending on what kind of show you're going for. If you're going for like a show that just shits on one human being (laughs) perfectly spaced out, well-designed, you know, there's that, but also, Everything seems to happen in succession, right? Yeah. All There's right, a so show about that. I think that's what it's about, right? Yeah, it's about right. events that happen in succession. No, I'm pretty sure it has to do with like business and succeeding and being yeah, successful. I don't, I don't know. Something we are not. Anyways, so a couple months ago, I had uh, assembled a crew to help me do redo my back deck because it was it needed it. Yeah, people were falling through the floorboards. It was uh, crazy. And then, you know, if anybody remembers a couple, well, it was like six, seven weeks, eight weeks ago. Hold my back. Fucking, Dude. I was down. Pulled the, the thing. Sciatica. No, it was even worse. Um, and I was like bedridden for days. And so that got put on hold, which was fine too, because it was the beginning of March. And it was still like kind of cold. It ended up raining that weekend. Whatever. It was fine. Uh, so then life goes on and it's like, mm-hmm. well, we should probably do this, right? We don't want it. Cause I did not want to do it in the dead heat of summer. Uh, cause then I just would have been even worthless. more fun though. It's how you lose more weight. You sweat it all off. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I think it would have not worked out well for me. <laughs> so, um, so well, let's see here. So we get there, we start, you know, it's me, my father-in-law, my dad, you, your dad and the neighbor, right? Yeah, it was, like, it was, a, a, good solid, time, it was a solid crew. Bro. Great time, bro. Get closer to the microphone. Had had a great time. There you go. Uh, you're using a new microphone. I'm just using the same microphones we use, but just at my house. So it, it I think it's the operator. Uh, anyways, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so we start it, you know, and basically you're in charge, right? You weren't stressed at all. No, I had it unlocked. I was pretty confident uh, that this was going to go well. I had no anxiety about it. I was uh-huh. just like, "Here's the plan. Let's go." You know? Uh, yeah, you thought about it and lost sleep over it. And no, nah, there wasn't weeks of preparation or lead up <laughs> lead time or anything like that. No. Nah. Well, what's even crazier because like my father in law is notorious for someone who likes to be in control and likes to take charge and just be the be the guy. Yeah, real dom, if you will. Yeah. And he was just like, "Jacob's going to be in charge." 
Yeah, he wanted me to be the dom this time. He was yeah. like, yeah, let's see how it feels, you know? Turns out my father-in-law really likes you. Says you what was it? What was this guy? Very smart, hard, works his ass off. Bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> that about sums me up, I think, the bit weird part. Uh, yeah, as far as hardworking, said, I don't know. He said you had a tremendous work ethic. I was more uh, just, like, excited to do the porch, but, I yeah. mean, I'm, you, I'll take the... I, I, I mean, I told people you sort of live for the wood. Isolate oh, yeah, that. I live for the wood. I die by the wood. The wood gets me hard. I like it. So <laughs> the harder the wood, the better. So anyways, like we start and you kind of just took charge. There was not really a whole lot. You, the, all of us could do at the beginning. It's I would pretty say, foolproof when you're tearing apart a deck. It's just like you just take the boards up and you throw. You them. would think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you're doing that whole thing and we start tearing this motherfucker apart right and it's, yeah, at first yeah, yeah. it's like the four of us and we start you know we're tossing this fucking wood over whatever eventually knowing that we're going we're going to have to load it up into the back of the truck mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. both of these are very key points of the story <laughs> yeah yeah it's good stuff um and so because we were also trying to figure out where we needed to take the wood smart part would have been probably just to like take it apart and have a runner and somebody putting it in there and we wouldn't have had to do twice as much work but it is what it is i mean i'm not gonna say that i suggested that at the beginning but, but I, I, like I hinted at it well my truck the truck wouldn't have made it back there it's not gonna make it through the fence yeah and also the the what for some reason the water where the bot where the fence opens back there the water just kind of like sets there and it would have just been like a marsh and Blood puddle yeah which you know, it's not like you 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 didn't slip and almost break your ankle fucking five minutes after you got there. Nah, I don't think I ever fell the entire time. So yeah, uh, you fell almost twice. Uh, no, you did fall twice, uh, up the steps and in the mud puddle. Nah, I don't in remember the, that happening in the Winston piss puddle, the place where you peed. Yeah, you have uh, to talk about that. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, we're sitting there, and then my father-in-law and my dad take. Like we start loading up the parts of the truck, parts of the uh, porch, old porch into the truck in the back of yeah, the truck. Yeah. And then they're going to take it to the dump. So like we're doing all that, whatever. It's fine. And then we're getting to, it's almost full. And like, we're I'm just like standing by the wood pile while was it, was it all apart at that point? Uh, you started cu- cutting. I want to say, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think dad, we had like had just started. Your dad yeah. Had just okay. gotten there. Yeah. 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 Because the whole reason we were taking it and throwing it in the back of the truck is like we were ready to start phase two, as they call it. Yeah. Right. And I am literally just standing there. Now, earlier in the day, I was wearing my tennis shoes and I was like, I should probably change into my boots. And then you yeah, all you, busted you my working boots on. You all busted my balls because you're like, you own boots and oh, well, they look brand, I, they look brand new. They weren't. They, Technically speaking, they did look brand new. It looked like because I take care of my shit, Jacob. Well, I feel like work boots are one of those things where you just like spray them off with a hose. I don't know. Yeah, looks like you polished them. Maybe no, there was no, there's no shine on them at all. They were rubber, anyways. You can't see my face, but I'm doing that one of skeptical looks. Like, Uh, oh, that's fine. There's dog shit all on the bottom of it (laughs) (laughs) from you know, whatever. So, anyways, um, we're sitting there and I'm just like not even doing anything i'm just like like kind of just like moving you can't see but like just that like i'm standing next to the pile of like wood yeah the giant mess i'm not i'm not picking anything up i'm just standing there just kind of like taking a break we just loaded up the back of the truck and then like i just like move 
and I step on a goddamn nail, and it goes through my fucking boot. (laughs) And like the one thing you had to avoid was like stepping on a nail, right? A rusted nail, a twenty-year-old rusted nail. Yeah. Okay. Only thing you got to avoid is now. So it goes through my boot, and I'm thinking, oh, it just kind of like tapped me, and then I'm like. This hurts. And then, like, as I'm standing there trying to play it off, I'm like, oh, this, like, really hurts. Like, this hurts, hurts. So then I was like, ah, it's bleeding. I, I, you can feel when your foot yeah, starts gets to a little get wet. Squishy. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. sock is wet. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go inside. Like, I, I need to go inside. And- yeah. It's just convenient how you got <laughs> hurt during the middle of the project, but it's well, fine. It's whatever. Too bad it was not just that, Jacob. So anyways, uh, I'm like, well, okay. So then I go inside and pull my sock off blood, like nice gnarly, like right there on my my left, my left, uh, like, so you're like, you have your big toe, right? And then you have like that, the pad that's underneath your big toe. Mm -hmm, This mm -hmm. is, since it's not a visual medium, I'm telling people, okay. Underneath the big pad. Yeah. Is where the nail went in. So like in the soft part. Yes. Not, Not quite on the arch. Mm-hmm. But like close enough to where like for the past four days, it's been it's just uncomfortable, really yeah. hard to walk because, you know, I also walk like a gazelle on the pads of my feet. I don't walk with my heels. I walk with the pads of my feet. My child does the same thing. Um, I don't know. It's just how I walk. Uh, and no, so fine. like it's been very hard to walk because I can't bend my foot. Um, so then like, OK, let's fast forward. Right. A little bit, and then where's I'm telling you, oh man, it's fucking stepped on a nail, and you guys, oh, when's the last time you had a tetanus shot? Like it was kind of a joke. I mean, to be fair, and then, it was a joke, but also not a joke because it's like, right. hey, if it was like 20 years ago when you had your last tetanus shot, then you might want to get re-upped on that because I couldn't remember because you have to do a whole mess of shots and vaccines mm-hmm. when you have a child. What? No way. Well, like the adult has to have those vaccines. Yeah, no, like, I know. Whooping yeah. cough and like all that other shit. Um. So I wasn't sure if that was in the mess. Like I just got whatever I was like. They told me to get shots. I just got shots, whatever it was, because um, it was for my kid. I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like tetanus is very. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know, know but I got yeah, right. You know, I don't think it's but I didn't, spread I mean, to a kid. But so you get a tetanus shot when you're a kid at some point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right. I think it's like, like one of your school. Va- did they have to have that for school? So did you have to have know. it when you went to college? I don't remember. Because you had to do a whole bunch of stuff too, like hepatitis B, A, all this stuff. I, I don't know if it was in that. Regardless of the fact, it'd probably been 15, 20 years since I'd had a tetanus shot. And then like, then your mind starts going places. You're like, fuck, this is how I die. Yeah. It's like rusty nail, a rusty nail of all the shit that I've been through in my life. Yeah. It, I, the rusty nail. Cause then your dad's like, you'll get lockjawed little dick. And I'm like, well, I'm halfway there. Okay. Lockjaw. It's fine. Like that's, that's a real one. I don't know about little dick. I don't think that's like a, I don't think it's a medical term. I think your dad said small pecker. I think is what he said. Probably something like that. I don't know. He said you lose a few inches is all. all, uh, Then we joked about it. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's fine. Whatever. Um, You got a few to lose. Yeah. You made a big joke about how you have a big dick and stuff. Yeah. And so then I'm like, I'm like, shit, okay. All right. So then like, let's rewind it back. After I dress my wound, I'm talking to my mother-in-law. She's inside. I'm like, yeah, I stepped on a nail and it really hurts. And like, oh, you're just trying to play it off. Like, this doesn't really fucking hurt, but like, it really fucking hurts. You know, yeah, you're just yeah. trying to play I, it off. I just walk around. Like, I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. And then you just like, internally, you're like screaming, dying. 
Like, yeah. Then you're like, okay, I'm gonna die from tetanus. Like, I'm I'm gonna die. So then, oh, that's that's anxiety, yeah, for sure. So right. then I walk outside after I redress my wound, and then like the adrenaline starts to like fall a little bit, right? And then it's yeah. like, oh, like this hurts, like this hurts, buddy. Um, so then I'm sitting on the pile of wood, which for anyone who doesn't know, like there's I have in my driveway, uh, there's the garage, and then beside of it, I have like a little port. And you could fit like a small car there. You could probably, I yeah, mean, it's you, like you extra. It's where my, my trash is parking a part, a part or something. I don't know. No, I don't know what they call it. I don't know. But, anyways, my, it's where the wood is for the back porch. It's where the basketball goal is. It's where the trash can is. It's where the truck was, et cetera, et cetera. I go outside. I sit down and I'm like convinced. I'm like, all right, I need to look up. I need to see where I can get a tetanus shot. So then I call the the place. I, first, it was suggested to call Walgreens. I never made it that far. I just called the the walk in clinic, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't understand their their response. But I was like, "Hey, uh, do you guys give tetanus shots?" And they're like, "If it's an injury, yes. If it's a vac, if it's a booster, no." Plays like a weird like. Why does it make a difference? Because it's the same fucking shot. Well, I, maybe it's like, oh, somebody trying to get double tetanus or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, I like they're those hoarding, tetanus. They're yeah, hoarding the tetanus vaccine. That so. fucking tetanus <laughs> vaccine on the streets, bro. Like, it's it's high dollar. Uh, so I was like, well, I stepped on a rusted now. She's like, okay, you qualify. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. You're like, hell yeah, dude. Up hell my yeah. day. And uh, I was like, okay, well, can I, like, come in? And she's like, yeah. And it was what if very- she told you no? What if she was like, no, actually, you can't today. I'm sorry. And then hung up on you. <laughs> it's like, well, shit, I would have so found somewhere else to go. So then I scheduled it for like whatever time. And then my father-in-law and my dad are coming back from the... Do you know this whole story? You just know what happened. But like, do you know like... How I, it I know I don't I know that they were so like you're, you're out the, okay so coming you, back I was just yeah. I didn't even know what was going on I was just hanging out I was you know doing my job what yeah, I was right. hired to do <laughs> yeah you were uh uh you were there you and your dad it was just fucking slinging wood out there yeah dude Ian was chopping it up shout out Ian like great yeah. shirt that day and, and so chopping it up dude I was like oh okay so they're they're back and they're uh I was gonna help him you know I was gonna guide him back. And yeah, so, so you're standing behind the truck, your guy standing the behind the truck. And he's 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 I mean, this is like an old fucking busted man. It's like a 1970 fucking made of steel. Like, well, I don't think it's 1970. I think it was probably around the 2000s. It's like not no, that, that truck. Yeah, it's about no, 2000s, 80s. Dude, no way, no shot, dude. That has a, a working digital radio. That's 100%. no, it doesn't. It's like nineties at least. No, it doesn't. Two thousands, yeah, dude. It, no, had it a did digital display. It had a tape deck in it, dude. I don't know, man. I have to look at the truck again. I look just, at the truck again. Just take my word for it. Um, it's a very old truck. It was my that's father, fair, yeah. It was my father in law's father's truck, right? Okay, so it might have been a little bit old. Yeah. Yes, correct. And so as I'm, I'm like, you know, waving him back. Come on back. Uh. And instead of hitting the brake, he fucking hits the gas, dude, and hits me with the truck. It's a skit. It literally like and a when skit. I, and like yeah. when I say he hit me with the truck, I mean he hit me and launched me into the side of my house on top of the planks of wood because 
my shoulder hurt the next day because like it's so funny yes right in hindsight absolutely yes i mean had you like been pinned in between the house and like lost the leg yeah bad well so he he does that but like because i'm watching because i'm helping him like like natural instinct kind of kicks in and i see that like oh shit there's a truck coming for me so like i kind of put my like like heisman stiff arm out and what it did is it like sort of launched me and then like made the brunt of the fall not as bad because i mean it's just like you know whatever i was like a darby allen out there it's just took a so hit funny. whatever just to think about and then, like just videotaping but it. like so then funny. he goes but like he's <laughs> it's one of those like he hits me and like if i was underneath i would have been dead because then like he hit the cast again because he's trying to hit the brake really quick freaking out yeah at this point he's like he's, he's on top of the planks he's backed up into the uh like the basketball goal he's how hit. fast did your dad get out of the truck so funny thing and then like the the trash can is like turned over they're trying like hell to get out but because of the truck you can't it's locked and it won't that automatically unlock until so you put funny. it in park but they're freaking out because this is he's like I, he, I, he told me he's like well he's like i think i just ran over your son I just picture like it's, it's like a goddamn always sunny sketch where it just like the 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 boys hit hit D with their car or something and right. she goes flying and it's like I just think, I would think it would be so funny if and so, like <laughs> if 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 your father in law jumps out and like frantically is like trying to get to you and your dad just like kind of slowly gets out and is like well let's go see how Alex is doing right, it's just right. like just a oh my god it would be so and then funny. like I, I get up and then my father was like oh my god are you okay I'm like I'm fine. I'm fine. Like you just like again, you yeah, just yeah. like shrug it off. It was whatever. I'm all right. <laughs> might have a broken clavicle. I don't know. I, I was like, yeah, I just stepped on a rusted nail 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on the high from that, so I'll be okay. And then like I just like I just literally like I just left. <laughs> I just walked back to where you guys were, and uh, I was like, I just got hit by a truck. <laughs> I was just like, uh, uh, yeah. And then Ian was like, well, it sounded like something hit a trash can. I was like, yeah, yeah. I heard like the, like it sounded like somebody like knocked over a basketball goal or something. Yeah. Like, well, I was, I was first <laughs> with the basketball goal so I hit inside the house. Um, and then like what's funny is like Christina was out with Zoe and uh, Bailey and Virginia. They're taking her out for like a, a, a brunch for her birthday. Yeah. And I just texted Christina. I'm like, oh, but hey, I stepped on a rusted nail. I'm, I'm making a tetanus shot appointment. And then not 15 minutes later, I was like, oh, your dad just hit me with a truck. And then she's like, I'm so confused. And then, <laughs> and then I, I gave don't know her- why you're confused. Like, it's pretty easy to follow. Like, I stepped on a nail, <laughs> well, then your dad hit me with his truck. Because when you say I got hit by a truck, people are like, oh, like. Funny, funny. Yeah, because that's funny. If you say, I, I said, I got hit with a truck in the driveway. It's like, oh, you just got tapped. And then like, or like, you know, whatever. And then I explained what I just explained to you. And she's like, oh, you've got got fucking ran over by a truck. Yeah. There's, yeah, a, there's yeah, like a yeah. Wiley Coyote like <laughs> imprint of you on the house. It's like, yeah. Like I didn't even check to see whatever. And then. Oh, my God. It was just dude. like we just like moved on. Like it was. Like, it was I like, mean, what, what are we going to stop the whole day's production? Because Alex has got to go to the hospital. No, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I think I would have just been like, yeah. Uh, why don't you guys take him to the hospital? We'll finish up here. We'll take care. So of then he like they load up the truck again. And then I I did not. I didn't touch the wood after that because I was like, last thing I need. Is, yeah, you're good. Because like things happen in threes. Right. And it was like the joke was like, oh, you're going to get knocked out by a board, which you almost hit me with. That's fair. I did almost take you out with one of the boards. <laughs> like 
as soon as you got back, I think. Yeah. I think it was like around there. It was it was something like that. It was like when I I joke around saying like it's not that I don't know how to do things. It's that I just don't because quite literally you've known me long enough. This is not an an this is not an abnormal story. Like sure stepping on a nail, sure getting hit by a truck, like those things are abnormal and not something you hear every day or happen every day. Yeah. But it's me. And again, I had I not put a boot on and I had kept my shoes on, probably would have had a nail in my foot and would have been much It would have been like through the top of your foot. Right. I mean, that's an even and gnarlier like, story. I, again, and I was paying attention and I was helping someone. If I was just walking and I got hit, I would have died. It's like those things, the Osborne curse is legitimately just a thing that is an inconvenience. It's not yeah, like... it's not enough to kill you. It's yeah. not... Yeah, it's just like, oh, you got hit by a truck. Yeah, that's fine. Like, whatever. Uh, and so I didn't get to eat lunch with the guys. Sorry. Um, I was too busy getting a tetanus shot and it fucking hurt. Like, it rocked. I mean, it was, oh, it was good. They were good dude. cheeseburgers. You know, like, so yeah, sad. It hurt. Like that fucking, I felt so bad. Like I was texting Chris. I was like, I feel bad. Like there were everybody's at the house, like working and I'm just sitting here like <laughs> waiting. I, like I said, like I live that shit, dude. I had a good time. I was like, I'm, I'm glad that everybody I felt had bad it for you. Don't get me wrong. People are going to be like, wow, he didn't give a shit. And I was like, well, the theoretically, no, I didn't. I mean, I did. I know you, you were did. okay. We were you laughing were about You were it. focused on the task at hand. Like I'm yeah, a big dude. boy. I can take care of myself. Right. And crank it out. Dude. I was not going to. We were not gonna have a day two with this deck, dude. We <laughs> yeah, were and then like people start dropping off, like you know, it was like, oh hey, I gotta go, hey, I gotta go, and then like no, we no, we, no, we no. get it done, and then we had made the mistake. There was three of us left. We'd made the mistake of tearing up the the steps, and it was just like, my, well, like you and I were the last two left, and it was like we like we have to. We have to put these steps. Um, up. Yeah, because uh, yeah, at that point uh, we have to do the steps we, because we have there's to no way steps. to get up <laughs> yeah. the stairs and um, up and down the deck. So we did. Um, yeah, it, maybe not the best. It looks fine. What are you talking about? It looks great. It looks fine. We didn't finish the steps though. There's still like you know some stuff to do, but that's another project for another day. Uh, and then you know there was Sunday. Like it was Christine's birthday, and I I couldn't fucking move. I could walk. Um, it was it's a great way to celebrate a birthday. It's like not moving. Well. Somebody else's birthday, not so much, because then it's like, oh, you're supposed to do stuff for them. And you're like, well, I yeah. can't move. So, well, it was her birthday. So, um, I, I mean, it's been when I say like the things that happen in threes, right? I got, I've stepped on a nail, I got hit by a truck, and I, I'm, I'm, I may start crying. Like, this may be the first time oh, I've man, ever cried, do that, dude. Like, like, I mean, I understand, obviously. Like, I've, yeah. I've had a rough two days, like all yeah. that. Like, I, I wanted to start with the funny stuff. Um, but it's like we did an episode what in October of 2021, 22, 21. Yeah. Cause we've had, we've had Lenny for almost two years and you know, Roxy had passed away and like, it was the first time that, ev that I'd ever had to deal with that in a sense. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I sort of said too, that that was the, sort of the catalyst for Christina and I's relationship because, you know, she would bring in Roxy to Petco to get a bath because that's, that's what I did. That was one of my jobs. And it was sort of the, the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. And then once we started dating uh, a couple months after that, I was not allowed to have a dog in my apartment. She had a house. So the dog I've always wanted. I'm, I love bulldogs. Um, and I always wanted an English bulldog. And we sort of just, somebody had come into work 
and had a ba- and had a puppy and they're like oh my gosh we got him in Lebanon and I was like do they have any left they're like yes I was like oh my god and it like it just something like it just like happened so fast <laughs> yeah. and like we left one day after work after like it was like eight o'clock. I got off at eight and I like went went and got this dog and um and it was Winston right who had turned out to be Winston yeah and like it was like it was I mean it was a they were a breeder, so and not like a high class breeder. Like you know, all the dogs were out in a pen, and they they were, they were smelled, and it was whatever. But like all the dogs sort of ran away, except for Winston, and he was like, "Yo, bro, pick me." So it was like, okay, it was like destiny, bro. It was, it was like love, yeah. love at first sight, like absolutely. And that he's been my dog for twelve years, and anybody, oh my god, I'm gonna start crying. Anybody who knows me knows that how how important i'm I'm gonna start crying (laughs) it's all good man it's all good how important he was to me it's like more than a dog you know and like yeah as much as like it hurt i mean as much as it's like your first like kid almost you know like my first dog like I, i had dogs but winston was my first dog and it was the first thing that in hindsight is the first like major step for Christina and I, because we got him together. Like it was our dog. Yeah. Oxy was our dog. And I love both my dogs, but like it's a little more special. Like, is I mean, bulldogs are notoriously stubborn, but like it, we were just like simpatico, man. Like we were just inseparable. Like he, when he was a pup, like we would go everywhere together. We would do everything. Like he's just he wasn't a social dog but everybody loved winston because like mm-hmm. he was just like the most unique personality i mean if you, if no one knows by now winston has passed away and it yeah. was very very hard for me um i i'm not a crier but i've cried more in the last 48 hours than i have in the last 24 years i just i i it was something we knew was going to have I mean, we thought we were going to lose him in January. And so like, then, you know, got diagnosed with diabetes and he did that whole thing. We had to learn all that. And like, we got an extra three months, almost four months. And that's great. But you have to, that's the worst part about dogs is you have to make these decisions for them because selfishly, I was like, I would prefer if he just like went to sleep one night and just didn't wake up. Like that would just make it, it would be sad but it wouldn't be something in you my... would have to be making the call on it. You know? Correct. Because it's like, even though it is and was the right call, you still feel like a failure. You still feel like you didn't do enough. You still feel like there's still more there and you're kind of just throwing in the f- white flag when, mm-hmm. cause like it's, if they could talk, then, Maybe he, they'd be like, "Oh, hey, bro, like, no, nah, man, like, don't, you know." And, and so, just like, oh, you start... man, you're gonna make me. I just right saw right. a fucking TikTok, and it was like, I, it was literally yesterday while you were dealing with it, and it was like, it's the saddest shit. Where the girl's like, you know, the the it's the whole POV where you like the girl's talking to her dog, and she's like, he's like, you know, asking her like, "Hey, we're we gonna do a bunch of stuff tomorrow," and she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do a bunch of stuff tomorrow," and like bulldog and everything, just old, you know, old bulldog and like. There was, you know, no tomorrow. I don't mean to bring everybody down, but there was no sure. tomorrow. Oh, man, I'm bringing a lot of people down. But, like, it's just, I I don't, I'm not quite there. Like, I still don't, 
I, I, I understand. Like he's not here. Like I was there, mm-hmm. and like I mean, it was it was nice of them to because like he had he'd fallen down the steps Saturday while we were doing the thing. Like he had, we normally put the gate up, um, so because he just like his legs just like give out, and because mm-hmm. this is you know whatever. And then basically what happened, not that I have, that I owe anybody any explanation, but the insulin stopped working. Um, and at his, at his, again, this makes me sound like a terrible person. At a certain point, you have to start weighing the financial ramifications of things. I mean, full transparency, yeah, a, yeah. A, a bottle of insulin was $80 and it was twice a day. It was 18 units a day and it lasted about 10 days. So that's $80 every 10 days. And it's like, you'll do whatever you can for your dog. But like the problem was, is it's not working. Yeah. Okay. Bag dog, bag of dog foods like twenty eight pounds, like one hundred and ten dollars. Syringe, syringes, um, like the 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 strips you put in the meter, like it just became a lot of money. And I'd do it, it. We would do it again if if it was working. But you know, we had tried another insulin that was cheaper, and it didn't, and it worked for a little bit, and it then stopped, and then it was just like. The most you can take in a syringe is 20 and he was taking 18, 18 and a half. And like, it's just not working. And you got to think at a certain point too, is that and the vet says, yeah. well, it's like, we can go to a different one, but he's like, I'm hesitant to suggest it. He's like, it's a hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, and then like, I, I didn't sleep well the night before. I mean, I, Christina's maybe maybe seen me cry twice in the 13 years we've been together. I mean, mm. I, I cried all night long. I was just, I, I just, I, I, I was, and it, it made me start thinking about like my whole life. And I don't think I've ever been heartbroken, like truly heartbroken. Like I, like I was this week and I still am. You can hear it in my voice. Like I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not okay. My eyes are my eyes are like I'm gonna getting, get my water. <laughs> my eyes are getting glassy just because like like yes, we I should also not bury the lead too. So we decided I I did not want to get another dog while that Winston was still alive because it's just like it's a lot. Like it's it's just a lot, you know. You have to revolve your entire day. At around five o'clock feeding and five o'clock feeding in the afternoon and then insulin and you have to do all these things. And I just didn't want another dog. And I know Christina really did. Like Christina feels kind of bad because she got Lenny it sort of to fill the void that Roxy had left, but Lenny has become obsessed with me. <laughs> but also like I'm at home. I work from home. So yeah. like she's here with me and I'm the first I'm the first male that like didn't beat the shit out of her. Like as 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 awful as that is to say, like I'm because I'm also like not a piece of shit, but like I I'm just like the first male in her life because she was terrified of males. She still doesn't like you. She loves me, dude. Everybody keeps saying she doesn't like me, but she doesn't she's like coming around. She she just doesn't like any man. She doesn't. I mean me. Like that's the that that's it. That's all. Like yeah. little kids. She has no like doesn't like doesn't matter. Well, anyway. So then she's you know there's a dog that. Christina had seen she's like can we foster a dog and I'm like it's like it's your birthday you can't tell her no on her birthday yeah I get it well it was on Friday and so like I was like okay I was like let's give it a try okay and I was I was real like I don't want to get attached to this dog 
because mm-hmm. I do not want another dog. And then like I, you know, I I've got I don't have connections, but like you know, this dog, his name is w- uh, Wally. <laughs> um, I call him Walter, and he's, I dude, I don't know, man. Like the universe is fucking weird sometimes, dude. Because mm-hmm. we bring this dog home and we weren't really sure how he was going to like how he was going to kind of go with the flow of the dogs and when yeah. it wins and paying attention to him, whatever. But then like this dog, he's so just like goofy and loving and I'm pretty sure he was abused too. Um, and like he just, I've never seen a dog that just wants to love you. Like he's just, he doesn't realize how, I mean, he's, he's a solid dog. Super soft, super like just like friendly, like a really good dog. And it's just like, why is this dog? Why is nobody taking this dog? Like he's a fucking mm-hmm. great dog. Texting my text a group chat. I'm like, this dog rules. And then Michael's like interested. And I was like, you know, and, and everyone's like, oh, and everyone kept busting Christina's balls, like, oh, it's gonna be a foster fail. There's no way you're gonna, there's no way you're not gonna keep this dog. And like, I'm not. I'm not getting attached to this dog. Like I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Given. Yeah. And then all the shit happens. And then Sunday and then it's like, I dude, I, I, I think dogs know like, like there's just like, there's just like a weird, like plane of existence that whether it's psychic, whatever it's, it's just like the energy you give off, whatever it is, because it was pretty much Sunday that we decided. Cause like after that fall, he, like he just wasn't the same. Like yeah. He couldn't. He just like nothing was broken. His like, he could still walk, but like he just something wasn't there. Like I, I don't know if it was what it was. And then like this dog, like Wally, man, like he's just as weird as it fucking sounds. I'm I am I am going to start crying. <laughs> as weird as it sounds, it's almost like oh, I, can't, I can't I can't say it. <laughs> I can't do it it's almost like Winston knew it was time. Like he, he was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm trying really hard not to. You good. Dude. <gasps> you good. You get your water. That's what I do. I do. The, <laughs> I got the cry water, dude. That's what I, I got. I got it. Instead of crying, you just gotta be like, Oh, focus on the water and get a sip. <laughs> it's, it's like, I push my emotions down. I don't know. It's, like, you. it's like Winston was ready to like, okay, there's this dog that's here that can sort of fill the void that I can't. <laughs> dude, I'm yeah, dude. Oh, but this is good. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. The, the, the cry dog. water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> cry water. <laughs> Everybody take a cry swing. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, I get like it. He was just giving it a thumbs up, like, bro, it's, it's all right. Pretty much. And it's going gonna to be, gonna be okay, you know? Then he gave, he gave him a good life. It pretty you know? much, we decided on Monday when we called, and it was like calling the vet to see, talk me out of this. And it, they couldn't. <laughs> I mean, it was like, the, uh, sorry, guy. <laughs> no, it was just like, he's like, I'm hesitant to. I mean, he's 12 and a half. He's like, I'm, if you're, if you're given 18 units of insulin and it's just like, his numbers were in the six hundreds. I mean, that's supposed to be in like the two, 200 range. 
Like, it's just like you're giving him insulin and it's just doing nothing. Um, and then like the last like two days, like it was just qual, you know, it's quality of life just dropped significantly. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much Tuesday. Christina's like, I'm going to adopt the dog for you. Like Wally. So I kind of like I said in the group chat, I was like, Hey, you know, life update, you know, while he's been adopted, I, I did, I adopted him because. Oh, hell yeah, dude. If I was, so he's my, he's like our dog now. So if, if I was going to be able to go through with that, I, I needed that energy that Wally, the Walter brought, cause it's a different energy. Like all four dogs that we've had have been like Lenny and Roxy are the same, not, mm-hmm. not the same, but they're the most similar. But like Wally is just like way on the opposite spectrum of like, just like goofy, just like, hey man, like I just I'm just like chilling, vibing, loving life. I'm like I love toys. Like he his thing, he just walks around the house with a toy in his mouth all the time. It's like the cutest fucking thing. And it was just, just that it just I don't know, man. It was just like the whole is everything sort of like lined up like perfectly in in a weird way to where it just felt like this is. This is the right move. And, uh, you know, you kind of feel weird and it kind of makes you feel like you're not processing your emotions. And I don't think that's the truth because I've been, I mean, I've been pretty depressed for the past like, everybody, three, I, I three days. Everybody grieves their, grieves their own way. And like, well, it's the thing dude. I've never had to do this. Yeah. I, I've had yeah. family members die and it's just like, oh, they're dead, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like seriously, no, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, man. This is just the it's the closest person. No, he's not a person, but it's the closest yeah, you? He's living. A, he's, it's know. the closest living relationship that I've had that has ended this way. I and mean, it was going to. It was always going to. I mean, that's just it's the shitty nature. part about it's life, the, right? Well, this is <laughs> shit. This is shittiest part about having dogs is you take in this thing that loves you unconditionally, no matter what, and your kids do for a long time. I think they, but also they become you know, humans too. And they, they can, but like, there's this, this, this creature that is, is yours in a, in a way that you like, you, you just don't get that with, you don't get that with cats. You don't get that with anything. Cats I mean, I hate everybody. I mean, like cats or whatever, but like, there's, there is a difference between a cat and a dog and like mm-hmm. a dog, just like, like you live with a cat, like you own a dog. And, yeah. and it's just like, there's just, relate and again it doesn't help that it's the first it's my first dog and you have to make these adult decisions and it's it's dumb it's dumb Dang. it's not fair and like you just i got like legitimately like i've never cared about a human being outside of my wife my ch- my child obviously like those things but like when it comes to people that have died like i've never cared about anybody or had the mm-hmm. emotional emotional attachment that i have or had to winston and it's I, was, I told you, I was like, we can't, we can't record on Wednesday. Like, it's just not. It would have been not good. Yeah. I, I was not in the right mindset, dude. Like, I was just sort of numb yesterday. Like, I, I went to the comic book shop for two hours just because I was like, I don't, I don't want to be home. Yeah. Like, I took the day off for like bereavement or whatever. And I was like, I just don't want to be home. Like, I don't, because everything you do, every, you know, everything you look at, it's a constant reminder. And like, eventually, yes, you're going to. I will be fine and I, I will move on, but it's just like, I normally met, you know, I, I make big like wordy post 
like on Instagram and stuff. And I was just, I just didn't have the heart to like say anything. Like I just didn't. Yeah. And it's like, that's another thing too. It's like, how do you, as a friend, I mean, you don't know how to deal with that. You don't know how to, yeah. it's not, you're not, <laughs> I was just like, I, I mean, I just you know, all you could do is just say, Hey, sorry, man. Sorry for your loss. If you need anything, let me know. Like hit me up. You need to talk or whatever. I mean, that's but, the thing though. I'm about, to go, I'm about to go on another diatribe now. And I'm going to get pissed. <laughs> no, I'm serious. There is. Uh, I don't know how to. I want to I layer this without specifically calling anybody out. People grieve in their own way, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just the common courtesy. Like if you have any ounce of fucking self-respect or respect for a person or just like an ounce of compassion you you just sort of say the general thing that you just said hey bro like i'm sorry for your loss i'm i'm sorry you having to go through this mm-hmm. if there's anything i can do like whether you mean it it it's just like that's just human decency um i do not need you motherfucker to question me if i'm sure if i want to make this decision i don't need you to give me the fucking third degree on a bunch of shit when i'm when you have no idea like the pain and my and like the heartbreak that I'm going through having to do this decision. Like you're not here every day. You don't see what I see. You don't go through what I go through. Not that I have to fucking justify what I'm doing to you or anybody else. This is not again, this is a generalized this is based off a real incident, but whatever. Yeah, I get you. I get you saying, yeah. Like it's not like I just show fucking compassion. Read the goddamn room. Like yeah, you. I mean, it's visible as fuck on Tuesday. I was not, like, especially especially if like you're texting people and letting them know, and you're like, hey, you know, such and such. This is like their last day or whatever. Like that. If I'm getting a text, it's like, hey, uh, you know, Winston's last day is Tuesday. I'm not gonna be like, you know, I'm not gonna question it. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, like that you've had a hard time getting to that decision to be like, hey, this is like, you know, it's the last day is Tuesday. You know. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it just feels weird to be like, hmm. Yeah. You know? Like I don't, and then don't ask me and change the subject for something I don't give a shit about. Don't ask me, <laughs> don't ask me when I'm going to stay in the deck. Like I don't fucking it's really care, weird. Dude. Yeah. Like I, 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 I just don't. Yeah. And I, and I get it, dude. I, I get it from a stance that like y- your father didn't have any sort of emotional attachment didn't give a shit didn't show you anything i get it and like you don't want to be that way either but like dude there's like you better be glad that it was just me and that you were there to see winston because like it it would not have been it would i was i was i was at a low point i was down and like i just i'm answering your questions i'm trying to be courteous i'm trying to be respectful um yeah totally but like statement. you but like you're not <laughs> you're not reciprocating that fucking emotion dude like yeah <laughs> when just, i tell yeah, when i tell so you weird, jacob yeah. when i tell you jacob that nothing i ever did growing up was ever good enough nothing mm-hmm. you scored 10 points in a basketball game well you could have scored 12 you make an a you could have made an a plus I, I get it to a certain degree. You're trying to you're trying to build character, but like, bro, I don't know. 
Just tell somebody you're proud of them fucking once. Yeah, it's also like having that kind of mentality is also like yeah, you're trying to build character. Like that's also how you end up with like family annihilators and stuff like that, where it's like, hey, just like an ounce of compassion could have saved countless lives. Kind of not not to say that you would ever end up that way, but right. you know what I mean. Like it's it's one of those things where it's just a weird generational like way to raise somebody, you know? And uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm 33 and I'm dealing with something uh, that I've never had to deal with before. I mean, I say that in a sense that like, again, I don't want people to think that I didn't feel this way with Roxy. I did, but it's different. Like yeah. I'm like true. Like my, like I, my fucking heart hurt like laying in bed Tuesday. Like I hurt. Like I never, yeah. like, I don't know if that's what a heart attack feels like or not. I just, I don't, I don't know. Like. You can kind of see like how people die of heart. I've, right? I do. I've <laughs> I mean, never. I'm telling you, I've never felt that pain in my life. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, that's good, right? I mean, that's good that I made it this long. And makes I'm you just, human, right? I mean, and, yeah. Some people think that I have. I'm. <laughs> I am not <laughs> bereft of emotion. I just have a good way of not showing it. Um. So it's yeah, not that's, like a toxic trait that you've acquired <laughs> from like any kind of <laughs> life uh anyways i will say for 30 for for 33 you're fucking crushing it dude you're in my book successful check it off the check mark off the jacob scale yeah dude uh but let's not you know it could always be worse you know yeah Uh, before we get to what how it could be worse uh yeah like if you're listening to this on friday you got like a day to send in your, your voicemail Hell yeah. uh, the cutoff is the 29th, which is uh, like what Saturday? Uh, well, yeah, it would be if you're listening to this in 2027, like you missed it, bro. You missed it by a couple you of years. Almost had it, honestly. Like in, in you know, in terms the grand of like, scheme of things, in the grand scheme of the like, terms of like how old the universe is, you missed it by a fraction of a fraction of a second. But uh, yeah, so dude, imagine that. Imagine like years tw- 30, 27, and uh, th- Elon Musk's seventh generation alien child is is uncovering an old uh, hard drive in which somebody has stored one of our episodes and they're just listening to us talk about like pivoting from talking about, you know, horrible things happen in your life to like buttholes, dude. It's, <laughs> it'd be wild to like be there for that. Sure. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. Yeah. Leave your voicemails and stuff. Yeah. We might leave the we might leave the thing open for a while because I think we're gonna we're gonna make some tweaks with two hundred. We've not really announced them yet, uh, but there's gonna be some tweaks. I think we're just. I mean, we've got you know hell we got the episode one ninety eight and we're like I don't know if we've got anything else to talk about. And then you know my fucking dog died and I got hit by a truck. So then like <laughs> that's forty eight yeah. minutes of of new shit. <laughs> hell yeah, dude! But see, that's the thing. See, that's the thing about this podcast. We talk about buttholes, and then we have like real life. Um, the closest anyone's ever heard me cry. Yeah, I held it full, together. The full gambit. I held man. it together. I, I mean, that's. I, I was, had to hit my hit my cry water a little I was, bit. But, I mean, I had to stop. Yeah, but like I came real fucking close, but I've pushed it down, and it's gone. Yeah, and I'll dude, cry later. Good, good fucking uh, good. Yeah, that's healthy. <laughs> no, Get don't that do shit that. out of here. No. Yeah, that's don't do that. It's very unhealthy. <laughs> don't live. Like me, um, because then it all explodes, right? No, nah, that's never. What are you talking about? That is nobody's ever done that to where they've repressed their emotions for so long. Just and tell your kids you're proud of like them every once in a while. Moral of the story, right there. Yeah, <laughs> and just I don't know, I don't know. Just like love your kids. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not a hugger, but like, I don't feel like a hug was out of the question. Maybe just like a hug and like, hey, I hate your oh, okay. I thought you were this. talking to me just now. I was like, I, I'm not there with you. I could hug no, you. No, no, no. I just meant like in it. that situation. I don't know. Yeah. A fucking hug would have done wonders for me, but yeah. it didn't. And I dealt with it and I moved on and I talked about it on a podcast. I'm not talking about anybody specifically. Um, That's a totally generalized statement. Yeah. If, like, you know, there's all these things that we've done that we've said, whatever, but like, have you, you well, when again, like we're talking about the airports again. I don't know how, but have yeah, you ever, stuff have you happens. ever thought of like, is like one of the, one of your fears, like what if I fall out of a plane in a plane crash? Uh, it might be one of those reasons I don't fly. I'm sure that it's like one of the like, up there. Yeah. You know, with the plane crashing, obviously. Sure. Um, how would you feel about if you were, okay. Do you know who Julianne Coke? Cope kick is K O E P C K E. I don't know. I can't say that. That's not in the name that I have written. She down became here. famous at the age of 17 in 1971 for she survived a two mile fall out of a that's, plane. That is insane to me. Lived How? And, it, and remained alive in the jungle. Okay, like, so not she, only did she survive a plane fall, like a plane, like a falling, a plane fall, falling out of a plane, mm-hmm. she fell into the jungle and then continued to survive. Mm-hmm. Do you think a jungle would be like? What did she land in vines? Is that how she survived? Like the it's like this the Tarzanian like. So in nineteen seventy one, Christmas Eve. Um, I'm trying to paraphrase. This is damn Chris. You're having a horrible Christmas day. That's for sure. So the plane went down into a nosedive. It was pitch black. People were screaming. Deep roaring. Engines filled. Blah blah blah. And suddenly the noise. <laughs> okay. Blah blah blah. Yada yada yada. Death. Destruction. Um, suddenly it says the deep roaring of the engines filled my head completely. But when then suddenly the noise stopped and I was outside of the plane. I was the in free fall. The fuck happened? Oh, well, I mean, the fucking did the plane explode? Is that what happened? Um, it sounds like it was just her. So it looks no. Um, seven hour. The plane was already seven hours late. Um, when they got into the air, it was they went into a very heavy dark cloud. Uh, ten minutes later, it was obviously something that was wrong. There was heavy turbulence, and then the plane was jumping up and down. Parcels and luggage was falling from the locker. There were gifts, flowers, yada yada. Then they saw lightning around the plane. I guess lightning hit it. They don't, I mean, I don't know if they know. Maybe later in this. Um, so as she's in free fall, because that's it, right? You're in free fall. You're like, Dude, dead. what do you do? Like, what do you've, I, got, you've got two, well, that three, is, five minutes. That ten. has got to be the scariest. Right. It's like being in space. Life. It's got to be like in space. The whole time you're thinking, like, what is it going to feel like when you hit the ground? Like, what? That's sure. my ultimate question is like, shit is this going to hurt? Yeah. 100% shit in yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's, might as well. Well, there's like, no, I mean, because you like, lose, you're like, I'm not surviving this. We were wrong. It's happened. Um, uh, let's see, uh, I lost conscious, consciousness and remember nothing of the impact. Later, I learned that the plane had broken into pieces about two miles above the ground. Wait a second. She lost consciousness. I think this is from the, this sounds like it is from the, I don't know. I don't know. It's like a movie. From. But it's just like she so she lost consciousness falling down through the air and like was just alive when she hit the like okay. when she woke up. 
All right. I could see the canopy. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Suddenly the noise stopped. I was outside the plane whispering the wind. I felt completely alone. I could see the canopy of the jungle spinning towards me. And then I lost consciousness, remembering nothing of the impact. Later, I learned that the plane had broken into pieces about two miles above the ground. I woke the next day and looked up into the canopy. And the first thought was, I survived an airplane crash. I would uh, argue my first thought would be like, huh, this is okay, the afterlife, so huh? Again, she's 17 years old. So this is from her perspective telling you what happened. Then she said, I woke up and I shouted for my mother, but I heard only the sounds of the jungle and I was completely alone. I had broken my collarbone and had some deep cuts on my leg, but my injuries weren't weren't that serious, all things considered. I then realized later that I had a ruptured in my I had a ruptured ligament in my knee, but I was still able to walk. Before the crash, I had spent a year and a half with my parents on their research station only 30 miles away. I learned a lot about life in the rainforest, that it was that it wasn't too dangerous. It's not the green hell that the world always thinks. I could hear the planes overhead searching for the wreckage but it was very dense for us and I couldn't see them I was wearing a very short sleeveless mini dress and white sandals. I had lost one shoe, but I kept the other one because I'm very short sighted and had lost my glasses. So I Damn, used that dude. shoe to test the ground ahead of me. Fuck snakes. Fucking smart as shit. Dude. dude. Snake snakes are camouflaged there and they look like dry leaves. I was lucky that I didn't meet them or maybe I, that I just didn't see them. I found a small creek and walked in the water because I knew it was safer. Is it? Uh, yeah. I feel like yes and no, right? <laughs> I don't know anything about the forest. Fucking, she's smarter than I am, probably. If she says, "Hey, you know what?" She says it's safer. I believe she her. survived it. So let's just take her word for I it. I have nothing against her. <laughs> <laughs> At the crash site, I had found a bag of sweets. When I had finished them, I had nothing more to eat, and I was very afraid of starving. What do you think she's eating? Liquor stick, like um. I'm, th- I'm my my guess is Twizzlers. Oh, what is she? Was she? Did she, I thought you meant like what is she going to the store and picking up something during this story? It says like, at, <laughs> at the crash site she had found a bag of sweets. That's very. Uh, I'm gonna say I, what's on a plane. I don't know. You've been on a plane more than I. You think 1971? I don't know. I wasn't alive. <laughs> a bunch of Red Forty is what she's eating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For sure. You heard the story about Red Forty? It's you know, it's bad for you apparently. <laughs> like behavior problems, bro. Sidebar. Apparently, Christina brought that up to me the other day because she's gonna be. Um, she's like going to be the room parent for field day at school mm-hmm. and oh hell yeah one, dude, i'd love one, field day one of the kids parents was like no red 40 in the popsicles and then i was like well, that's weird why and then she's like oh well like red 40s are really bad for you it's been linked to behavior issues and health issues and cancers and i'm like shouldn't they just like stop selling it she's like you'd think no, no dude do you do you know where we live right now dude you think that they're gonna stop selling it like come on dude it's like, a gold mine so then she had to like do research and find uh popsicles no popsicles over people do yeah profits they, over she people. had to find popsicles that did not have apparently a uh, fun fact of the day aldi's shouts out to aldi's uh if you want to sponsor this by all means I, i'll shop there anyways uh none of their brands have food coloring in them like every every single like if you look at all their brands, none of them That's have food coloring. Bland as all, hell. Like, would you? Okay, <laughs> you're the problem, dude. You're part of the problem. I need my food rather... to be colorful, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. I need my red Twizzler to be like a neon rather... fluorescent. Yeah, I don't like Twizzlers. Do you like Twizzlers? I know, dude. I hate Twizzlers. I think that if we if we okay, red vines or Twizzlers, like because I I was like twenty controversial era. Uh, 
Twizzlers can fuck right off. If we had to obliterate one candy from the planet, Twizzlers is like the dog shit is candy that I ever have had the experience of tasting in my life. I don't know why anybody eats it. And if you eat Twizzlers, you can go fuck yourself. I don't care. It sucks. Sorry. <laughs> Controversial era. I'm going to get it out there. Black. The, the, the licorice is like, I don't know how people have. I guess Who eats black licorice <laughs> besides witches in the middle of the forest. dude. There's no way any sane person. It has to be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What if like you survive a plane crash in the fucking forest? It's the, the only thing I have to eat is black licorice. I'm dying immediately. I don't give a shit. I'm not eating it. I don't care. <laughs> you hate it that much, huh? Yeah, it's terrible, um, dude. So this is like a whole thing. I don't really want to read all this, but it's pretty interesting. Um, that is just like here. I had jump right into just like our commentary. It was very hot and very wet, and it rained several times a day. But then it was cold in the night. And to be alone in that mini dress was very difficult. That feels like unnecessary commentary, but whatever. Like, since they're coming like some, like, <laughs> turn into like some kind of Tarzan fan fiction. Yeah, right. Some monkey man sweeps her off her feet. On the fourth day, I had heard a noise of a landing king vulture, which I recognized from my time at my parents' reserve. So, like, luckily for her, she was homeschooled by her mother and father when she was 14, and she had lived in the jungle previously. So, it's like, okay, I don't. Again, controversial era. It sounds made up. If I'm no, being honest, is, no, this is like uh, legit. Um, I don't know, dude. It hold sounds on, hold on, hold on. too. It's almost too. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Convenient. Uh, convenient. That like, oh no, I yeah, actually see, just got done with like spending feels, two years in the forest with my parents. Uh, uh, and it so just sounds like, dramatized. It's, you, know, you know, you know why? It's because of that fucking Tom Hanks movie, Castaway. It's why. It just sounds. I, mean, I don't. Maybe know, the, it just bro, sounds. Maybe too, that was the basis of it. It might be, but it just sounds too um, dramatized. Where it's like, oh, I was in this beautiful mini dress. Oh, and my parents had just got done so training me for go. two years in the outback. Uh, you know, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was afraid because talking about the vulture, because I knew that they only land when there is a lot of carrion and knew it was from the bodies of the crash okay now we're getting oh shit dude yeah oh, i just got like a pit in my stomach for some reason like i'm walking <laughs> up on these bodies dude. <laughs> um i was i was paralyzed by panic it was the first time that i had ever seen a dead body i thought that my mother could be one of them but then when i touched the corpse with a stick i saw that the woman's toenails were painted and my mother never painted her nails Oh, right. dude, don't I mean, touch it with a stick. Oh, wait. Don't touch it with your hands, bro. No, you don't touch it at all, dude. You gotta, bro, you need to identify. You need that closure. Um, I was immediately relieved, but then felt ashamed of that thought. By the 10th day, I couldn't stand properly anymore, and I drifted along the edge of a large river that I had found. I felt so lonely, like I was in a parallel universe far away from any human being. I thought that I was starting to hallucinate when I saw a really large boat, because that's the thing, too, like with starvation, right? Yeah, and you like, start hallucinating really bad. Yeah. Start hallucinating, and then so also like being alone like that when you're not used to being alone. Um, I started uh, when I went to go touch the boat. I realized it was that, and it realized it was real. It was like an adrenaline shot. But then there was a small path to the jungle where I found a hut in a palm leaf roof, an outboard oh, no. boat, and a liter of gasoline. I had a wound on my upper right arm, and it was infested with maggots dude ew. about one centimeter long i remember our dog had the same infection and my father had to put, had put kerosene on it so i sucked the gasoline out and put it on the wound the pain was intense as the maggots tried to get further into the wound and i pulled about <laughs> third out 30 maggots 
I was very proud of myself and decided to spend the night there. So, like, I mean, like, yes, it sounds like, come on. Uh, the okay, hindsight, that- hindsight, you know, obviously we have the benefit of hindsight where it's like we know what happens. We know that the shit gets out. But like my first thought would be start a fire. Like there's going to be obviously there's going to be crews searching for the for the wreckage. Like why not immediately burn the jungle down? Yeah. You know, let them know, hey, I'm here while also like burning everything in your vicinity down. Like unless that's one of the reasons that you don't start a fire is because you're going to burn the forest down. But I would tr- smoke signals, dude. Smoke. Yeah. Signals. Burn the forest down to save your life. Uh, the next you're next to an ocean, you can just get in the water. Uh, the next day, exactly. and then get eaten by an alligator. The next day, I heard voices <laughs> by several from several men. Uh, when they saw me, they were alarmed and they stopped talking. They thought that I was some kind of water goddess, a figure from local legend who was a hybrid of a water dolphin and a blonde, white skinned woman. So but I thought I, she was a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I introduced like, myself oh, in shit. Spanish and explained what had happened. They treated my wounds and gave me something to eat. And the next day, took me back to civilization. And the day after my rescue, I saw my father. He could barely talk, and in the first moment, dude, could you imagine? Dude. So she was, the next few days, he frantically searched the news of my mother, and then on January 12th, they found her body. Um, Later out, I found that she had also survived the crash, but was so badly injured and that she couldn't move. She just died where she was several days later. Damn, dude. That's so Then you get get survivors like guilt, Guilt, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing. Um, But now I stumbled across this, and I was like, yo, let's talk about this lady. Yeah, no... (laughs) not dark at all uh fun story <laughs> where she survives <laughs> well, like you know i don't know why this we're just in the part of the matrix right now where everything is about a plane uh you know you don't hear a lot about heist anymore yeah in, in dude, I, I saw this story and i was like this is the kind of news that i like this is it and in canada no less that is like is it screams uh, Grand Theft Auto Six to me, right? You're right, right. Is it five it's, or six? It's, it's one it, of them. It would be six. The mark. Well, you're talking about like it's like the marketing ramping up for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine like a company goes this extreme where they're like, "No, let's actually do a heist," and at the very end, we'll be like, "No, I was just joking. This is all for yeah. like this is all for the game." Um, but uh, there was a massive twenty million dollars worth of valuable stolen in gold from the Toronto airport. Uh, this happened what April seventeenth, so like not not about ten days ago. Uh, an aircraft container carrying the goods arrived at the airport in the evening and was transported to Cargo Bay. Police believe that is where the heist took place. This theft could mark one of the bigger heists in Canadian history. Um, this is a, very rare, he said. <laughs> like, a a list like... that includes the two thousand eleven and two thousand twelve Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist when three. What? Thousand tons of syrup valued at eighteen point seven million dollars were stolen from a storage facility in Quebec. Why have I never heard of that? They that always is, have a great like, fishing I, in Quebec. <laughs> 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 um, so just basically the 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 it's missing the like that container is not there anymore. Uh, they just ref- like they refused to say what airline the shipped the cargo. Uh, where the load had come in from or its intended destination. Our goal is to solve the theft. We want to solve it, uh, but I cannot provide any exact details at the moment. Uh, but travelers are not in danger. We do not consider this to be a public safety matter. Um, but yeah, dude, like that's which is it's insane to me because like you never hear something like that happen. Like when's the last time you heard of a good bank robbery, you know? Uh, I don't know. I can't confirm if anybody like died in this. I, I, don't I think so. He said no. I would, I, 
I think it was literally it was stolen at the airport. It's not like it was, you know, the perfect heist, dude. This is like it was. Well, we talked about one where the guy. No, that was was that the guy? Oh, that was the guy who just walked in and like drove a plane one day. Yeah, it was in like North Dakota or something. Oh, no, or yeah, yeah, where the guy literally just got on a plane and he just like fuck it, I'm gone. I'm yeah. leaving on a plane. Yeah, that was another one. Oh, I guess that could have been more. That was actually more dangerous because they could have like crashed to people or whatever. But I right. think he landed in the ocean or died. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, remember sure he, killed, he he died. Um, but yeah, like that's of all places. And I feel like it's one of those things where we can talk about it and we can be like, hell yeah, dude, this is awesome because nobody, one, first of all, nobody died. And second of all, they're stealing from the rich. So fuck them. Uh, you know, I don't give a shit. It's very Robin yeah. Hood of them. Give me some money. You know, <laughs> what's what? <laughs> what's more baller, like st- stealing $20 million in gold or stealing $18 million in maple syrup? <laughs> I don't want to discredit the the 2011 Maple Heist where they stole Fuck 18 you, million dollars worth of of, it was of, ca- two of syrup. Two different heists, bro. It's two different ones. That's what I'm saying. But I want to say the gold's more baller, 100. No. percent Because like no. gold cool, is played you, out. You That's... you say, oh, I stole maple syrup, and it, you sound like a fucking clown. Like you sound like you went to clown <laughs> school, and there was like they were like instead of picking up gold, we're gonna do maple syrup today. Tired stealing golden money, wired stealing maple syrup. Nah, dude, it's go. I'm gold all the way because that's like they guard their gold, right? They guard. Yeah, but you can't trace gold. maple syrup. You can trace gold. Fucking, you can trace anything nowadays, dude. You can't trace maple syrup. But I just like I, fucking I, hot, I, warm liquid man. on your pancakes. Oh, yeah, baby. okay. Who's uh, yeah? Take it to the <laughs> take it to the guy who's gonna flip the maple syrup. Yeah, like he's like yeah in the woods, bro. Goldilocks. <laughs> they go to their they go to their, they go to their fence, and he's just like, guys, what the fuck am I supposed to do with eighteen million dollars worth of maple syrup? Sell it, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but then like immediately as it hits the market, they're like the, the FBI shows up or the CBI. I don't know, Canadian Bureau of Investigation. So they show up and they're like, <laughs> the Mounties, bro. Mounties I just on imagine their, like, their moves. hey now, hey now, hey there, we don't, we don't steal in here. You're gonna have to give all that back, okay? <laughs> it's it's kind of Canadian. You can't yeah, I, like, I, it's a little bit there. It's like Canadian Spanish. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, I'm fine with that kind of like punishment, right? If if you if you committed a crime in which nobody was actually hurt, you were just stealing something. Uh, like a heist not now not, people can be like oh you just gonna be okay with people walking to a convenience store and taking food that's a whole other conversation which i can probably say yeah i'm fine with that whatever because it's like again it's a corporation but whatever like it's a, it, a heist involves so many components that it just feels very well put together and i like it and nobody got hurt but i'm gonna have to say gold is more baller i'm just mm-hmm. i'm putting it out there i just think well, got more I, guys guarding with guns when it comes to gold versus like guys with guns when it comes to their is maple syrup like being armed guard. And, and we'll just ask Jed what's more baller in in terms of Canadian. I do. That's a question we have to ask Jed for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you you've dabbled in in some trading card games. Yeah, your your son plays Pokemon. Do he, does he play or does he, he we we do uh i need to play more often with him i feel bad now i'm gonna have some parent guilt but yeah uh we play quite a bit we don't play by the standard rules obviously because he's six and he doesn't understand them but I we like we play. make up our own rules i'm getting there i'm gonna eventually ease i don't think the actual you know how to rules play. no i know how to play i know how to play fuck you i know how to play <laughs> I, know, I know how to fucking play no uh um, i've I, always I, said yeah, oh, sorry no, no you uh, go ahead I've always said I was a Magic the Gathering guy because to me Pokemon was for fucking Nintendo kids. Well, uh, never mind. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just I played it. I played it. 
It's like it's I the whole thing. Like I was a WWF guy, but like it still didn't mean it means I still enjoyed WCW, but like I preferred WWF back in the nineties. Like yeah. Like that was, you know, that was true wrestling back when there was like five different versions of wrestling. Well, three. and they weren't all like it wasn't a monopoly like it is today. There is it's not a monopoly now. Uh, yeah, I you mean, have AEW and WWE. Like, dude, I know what I'm talking about when I. That's say why that. AEW is such a big deal because it's the first like major wrestling organization to fight. Hell yeah! Dude. Anyways, doesn't but, matter. Yeah, I was more uh, Yu Gi Oh because like I mean I I collected yeah, Pokemon that's, cards, that's, that but Yu Gi Oh was where I was. That I like checked, I yeah. dug Yu Gi Oh. Yu Gi Oh and Beyblade that checks out. How'd you fucking know I played Beyblade, dude? I <laughs> love Beyblade, dude. I know you. I was so stupid. I, you know how dumb I got. I almost <laughs> I lit that. I I almost lit a Beyblade arena on fire. Not even thinking about the fact that it was solid plastic and would have melted immediately. <laughs> I was like, I had the gasoline in the thing. And for some reason, I think the lighter wouldn't start. And I was just like, fuck it. I don't feel like messing around with What's it What's more baller, lighting a creek on fire or lighting a Beyblade arena on fire? Well, I didn't do it. So yours. <laughs> oh, the difference in. Why did you think? Why did you think that was a good idea? I Dude, don't I don't know, man. Mine, uh, at least mine had storyline purposes, bro. I was lighting. It was an inferno match, bro. Was that really what the, like what it was? Yeah, like, it was, it's what that, I mean, so they had one. They had an inferno match. Yeah, time. but what was your? So were you and your friends fighting, and you were like, well, "Let's fight in fire." We had a fig fed, bro. A what? A fig fed. A figure. What the fuck is that? <laughs> a fig fed, which is a fig figure federation. Oh, so we, like we had notebooks, jotted it down. We kept track of who the champion. I thought were. you guys were fighting for food. Like honestly. literally, literally, like kind of what we do with slam down, except we had action figures and we did it. Dude, do you imagine like if we have like a version of Slam Down where it's us wrestling each other, but with like we have like the fake like the like, toy ring, we have the toy dope. wrestlers, and Dude. we're like, okay, let, I'm on I mean, the you, top rope. Uh, I mean, you think that's crazy, but like there is an actual podcast called the FWF, the Figure Wrestling Federation. They do toy photography and everything, and they write the storylines and they they narrate it. It's it's shout out if anybody wants us to do that 100%. You yep. donate a dollar, I'll do it. We'll do it together. We'll, donate, we'll make that. you need more than the fucking wrestling figures, like 20 bucks, bro. I was saying, like, I donate us a dollar and we'll start it. We'll figure it out. We'll go, we'll go, <laughs> figure, we'll it figure it. The whole point of that was like part of trading card games is you know, going to the target. Whatever, there was that whole thing during the pandemic where like they had to lock shit up because people were just. The insane in. boom of, of 2020 with the cards and trading and whatnot. Yeah, it was yeah. 20, like 2020 and 2020 and 2021. Um, anyways, you're sitting there, like you you and your bro, you and your son, you go, you go to the store and you're like, yo, what is this? Oh shit. Like, oh, it's new, new, new boosters. Let's go. Yeah. It's like you look at it and you're like, that doesn't feel like it should be here. <laughs> but well, I'll I mean, buy it. Depend, depends on how how deep into it or if you're just like a cash and you're just like i'll just pick it up when i can but like if you're like see that's my problem with things is like when i get into something like i'm going deep and i'm i'm gonna know fucking everything yeah you're is, an expert on it yeah i got you no it's just i don't i can't i'm i it's hard for me to be a casual fan of anything i just you know what i mean like it's yeah yeah you know, parry this you fucking casual yeah <laughs> fucking parry this you fucking casual um anyways you go in and you see these new magic the gathering cards and you're just like this looks dope. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna snag it. I'm gonna snag it. Yeah, you're gonna buy a pack or two. Five, and then 20. you think, oh, sh- whatever. So like, you know, I've worked in retail. Sometimes you you have a you have a street date. Sometimes managers, I say I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna sell this shit early. Yeah, um, I mean, we're happens. humans after all, you know. And also, like, who gives a shit if somebody can play it a day early? Who cares? 
Um, You'd be surprised. Yeah, right. Anyways, um, you buy these Magic the Gathering cards and you go home and you open them up. Film a little YouTube video about uh, it. You do a little card breaking. Yeah. uh, You think, oh, yeah, these are are dope, man. How would you feel? (laughs) (laughs) Not the FBI. No. no, Not the CIA. Mm. Not the government. Yeah. Not the local police. Not even security. If the goddamn Pinkertons, the fucking yeah. bad guys in bad Red Dead guys. Redemption 2. <laughs> they haven't changed their outfits at all either. They're still in the they've cowboy got, gear. They've got their fucking bowler hats and their awful mustaches and full-on black suits. And they break down your fucking house. And they're coming <laughs> after you because you have obtained Magic the Gathering cards that aren't supposed to be out yet. Until next month. Yeah. Until next month. And you don't go after the people who sold them. No, yeah. Innocent bystander here is the fucking consumer. Getting. We say this as a joke. Uh, this happened. Yeah. Shout out to true... Hasbro, aka Wizards of the Coast. I think, I think, what, what, from what I understand, is like Wizards of the Coast is like Magic the Gathering, but then they're like, they're also owned by Hasbro, right? So, so like Wizards Hasbro. of the Coast owns Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast. Coast. Yeah, so in a roundabout way, because Hasbro it's like, did that. You have like four corporations that own everything. God, it's fun. I love it. I <laughs> don't have to talk about it anymore. But. <laughs> so um, the whole thing is like I got up, uh, recorded this some videos. Right after I got done with the video, the dog started barking because somebody was knocking at my door. That's so insane, the timing, right? I, I don't know if it was like truly he just Dude, got done feels... filming that video. But like, – right um i come out and the wife is answering the door and it was the fucking pinkertons the which name. i feel like they if you if you're able to know as soon as like you you see the person in the door from me like oh that's the pinkertons you know that they, they, they don't look nice they so, don't look like they're having a good time Also, if you've ever watched deadwood or any of this anything that's sort of like history in the 1800s you realize that the pinkertons were motherfuckers like they were the pinkerton detective agency they were basically private private detectives uh, so much so, like sort of above the government, but kind of worked for the government. But they were hired by the government as a hush hush to be like, "Hey, we're gonna come out here and we're gonna we're gonna kill you and we're gonna steal your land that has all this gold." And now we're gonna make it look like an accident. Yeah, they're they're bad to the point that the federal government was like, at some point in history, was like, "You know what? You're a little bit too bad, and we're gonna <laughs> have to walk it back a little and say that we're not gonna deal with you're you." You're a little too off the leash, and we're gonna have to rope you in. And they're just like. No, so much that like legislation was passed, basically out not outlawing the de- the detective agency because this is America after all. Yeah, uh, but basically saying that you will you're not a government funded um, entity. You'll, you'll basically never work for the federal government. Basically, you can keep doing business, but that's we're how never bad. they've been around for 175 way. years. Basically, um, <sighs> so <laughs> what's even crazier? Is Wizards of the Coast was like, yeah, Pinkertons were <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> they, not even like, oh shit, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Um the the presenter of the uh described the agents as big, heavy hitter guys. Here's the thing though. It's 2023. I didn't know the Pinkertons were still around. Like I I thought That's they died honestly, out in the 50s. A little bit scarier than it seems, right? Because it's like this <laughs> just this organization of like 
uh, I would equate them Unchecked. to like loan loan sharks, essentially, where Unchecked, it's like, yeah. hey, but I, I, honestly, a low key, a little bit like the mafia, it still exists, right? Where they're just like, hey, you, I heard you got a piece of product with contact information for someone at Wizards of the Coast, and then after speaking with him, the presenter said that they had made the decision to pull their original videos down. Um, I'm sure that he did that of his own volition. He was like, yeah, I probably should pull that down. And nobody was like coercing him to pull the videos down or else just, he could lose a toe or two. You know, sure they didn't want a toe. I get you a toe by three <laughs> o'clock with nail polish. I get you a toe. Um, but then he was very apologetic about making my wife cry first thing in the morning by sending these heavy duty lawmen in quotes to come collect the stuff and talk and talk about stolen products in jail time. But they don't believe we stole anything, which we didn't. I don't know if they believe anybody has really stole anything or if it was just an accident or whatever. But they wanted the product back so they could try and figure out where the hole was so they could plug the hole. Um, and Wizards of the Coast does confirm this story <laughs> and just say that, it. yes, it's part of their investigation. How dystopian is it that, like, this is a thing that happened, like, right? So Hasbro hired, or you could say, what's it because whatever, it doesn't matter, matter. Like Hasbro hired the Pinkertons and we're like, so, hey, guys, go coerce this person into giving back the cards and then also figure out where the fuck the hole is. That way we can kill that. Shout hole. out to old school MTG, which is the uh, the YouTube account that did all this. Um, oh, man. Basically, what they've decided is that someone likely screwed up and sent out the wrong cases. Um because you know Mar often? March of the Machine is out. March of the Machine Aftermath is not out. Just like to be so invested in like Magic the Gathering, right? To think that your your cards are so important that like we have to send armed men mm -hmm. to get them back at all costs just strikes me as a little bit pompous, first of all, because again, I feel like it, it, Magic the Gathering, I, I don't mean to uh, controversy era, but I feel like it's not got like a whole lot of traction, right? That's a very uh, I mean, like, shout out to Tim. He still plays. That's fine. I'm just saying like it's I'm saying that it's not like it's, it's probably not, not as me. popular. But I mean, neither was Pokemon and Pokemon was, is, is took a boost too. like I would say yeah, all these. But if like Gen 7 po or Gen 25 Pokemon get leaked or whatever, you're not going to send like armed men that's the to crazy. go figure that's out. The, that's like, the crazy thing about so all of right? shady. So dude. he says that I no longer have the product. The Pinkertons took everything to uh, to take back to Wizard of the Coast. It's like, dude, we're talking about fucking cards, bro. We're not talking so about that's, like that's my that's what I'm trying to get across is that like I'm not making fun of bro, the motherfucking the, president the, took shit. To his goddamn resort in yeah. Florida, and they didn't—they they didn't give that much shit they, about it. They didn't send them goddamn past. Not even a person remembers or gives a shit about the fact that like top secret documents, classified <laughs> U.S. documents, national security. national security risk documents were like in the hands of you know who they were. They, both presidents now, because <laughs> apparently they just hand out classified documents to anybody. Right. So like, it's just like the idea that like that. Is a less of an offense <laughs> magic the gathering having magic the gathering cards that are only out a month earlier than they're supposed yeah. to. Not not that not that they're out, right? That one dude has the packs of cards. Right. Innocently. I mean Fucking he bought them, yes, but I, I think I don't did they send it to him? I we never so, no, that's what like so that thing is like from what I read in all the articles, like there's they don't know 
how so, it happened or how he acquired the cars. They just know that he purchased them from somebody, but they don't know, like they, they don't think that it was like, Oh, this guy knows okay. a guy at, okay. a, at a publishing house, you know? So this is not, he's not as innocent as he, as we had suspected. No, then. I'm assuming that, yes, it was one of those things where his friend was like, yo dude, would you like a low key want a pack of like, the next generation of magic the gathering cards and he was i mean if you're obviously a youtuber that does that you know like unbox card you're like oh fuck yeah how'd you get them that's that's i don't think that they expected to have guns pointed at them and be like give me the fucking cards right (laughs) god damn sending john wick to to somebody's (laughs) house because there would have been no one there would have been no survivors if john wick showed up i don't think john wick would do that no um Let's see here. Uh, the Pinkertons took everything back. That includes the empty boxes and wrappers. I don't even have a token to show for my efforts, he added with a laugh before noting that his channel had recently doubled in viewership. Yeah, of course it has. An update. And again, <laughs> it sounds like a PR stunt on his Dude. behalf. Right? I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, of course. Like This then, is, I mean, this is going to drive so much traffic because it feels like yeah. it's fucking work. And I, and I do think that some of his reasoning behind getting the cards early and like taking that risk, I mean... Obviously, hindsight being twenty twenty, he didn't realize that they were going to send like people with guns. But fuck around and find out. You know what to get? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, essentially, yes. <laughs> but I think that it was honestly he was probably like fucking going to get so many views for this shit. Are you kidding me? Like I'm a month early and everybody's going to be looking at this video. Like yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, like we said, or like you said, everything is absolutely at work. It's all about that clout, baby. Yeah. You know? Um, an update as of April twenty fifth from Wizards of the Coast, who put out this statement. As part of an investigation into the unauthorized distribution and disclosure of embargoed product, we repeatedly attempted to contact an individual who had received unreleased cards. Mm. After that outreach was unsuccessful, an investigator visited him and Mm -hmm. asked that he reach out to us as part of our investigation and return the embargoed product and packaging. He agreed to do both. The unreleased product will be replaced by us with the product he intended to purchase. We appreciate the individual's cooperation and the investigation is still ongoing. This dude's going to wind up in a dumpster in fucking Vancouver. Corporate sounding where it's like, oh, we just sent an investigator out to him. Like, yeah, okay. Maybe there was 20 other investigators with them, and maybe they were they had assault style rifles. <laughs> and maybe sure. they were the Pinkertons, which <laughs> surprise motherfucker, they still are around. Dude, Hasbro's gonna send them to our houses next. Be like, Yeah, you guys want to keep talking about this? I'll be like, No, oh, you think this funny, huh? You think you make I don't it to 200? Think people realize how quickly I will fold. I will not, I don't give a shit, dude. Immediately, somebody shows up to my house and it's like, Stop talking about this. Never gonna say a word about it again. Stop talking about what? Exactly. Yeah. You think you think a nail in your foot was bad? You think getting hit with a truck was bad? Wait till we finish the motherfucking job. (laughs) And it's just like over cards. I don't know. Uh, I'm just. I'm done, dude. I'm not gonna. I'm just. I don't know. I don't know. I never talked about that thing. Coward, you are call it what it is i don't give a shit dude i like living i like my family to live uh Do you though i will fold you, you were over here today bitching to your dad about i didn't ask to be born that's fair yeah i was doing that that was funny though that was fun i mean to be fair uh parents you can never be mad at your kids because theoretically they didn't want to be here so if you want to sit here and say oh my life sucks because my kids suck and it's like it's your fault dude you fucking you, you fucked around and found out yeah are you reap what you sow? Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily agree. Nope. But... Uh, you reap what you sow. It's your fault for squirt me out of the world. 